0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gold Digging Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Sheree Wright. This podcast is centered around the process of gold digging, which is finding the hidden money and opportunities in your business and in the market, because you actually don't want to just be an entrepreneur, you actually want to be a gold digging entrepreneur. So without further ado, let's find today's goal. Well hello guys and welcome back to the podcast and today's topic I'm really excited to share because it's something that I am getting mentored on at the present well for the past maybe um, off and on since 2016 but really strong in the past year so I actually have started actually heating to um my mentor's advice for a number of reasons but anyway um but the topic is making wealthy decisions or basically how to make wealthy decisions so as you know your decisions are what build your life so the, the smarter decisions the better life you live for your future self Um, And, you know, sometimes we all make mistakes, but we also want to learn from the mistakes and not live in those mistakes. And allow ourselves to get as much knowledge and wisdom so that we can live better lives in the future. And sometimes it can get really... um, Most people can, including myself, get really impatient and really think about right now. Um, But if I look back at, if I had taken these um, really golden nuggets of wisdom, you know, 10, 20 years ago, I would be living a totally different life, but hindsight is 2020, but we have the opportunity Basically, our I should say I have the opportunity to do better, so I want to do better, and and that's what I'm hoping that you know me sharing this advice that I'm getting that hopefully it will help you or add more value to your life. So, but anyway, without further ado, the three things I want to cover today is um, three things even though there's more to what I'm learning, but three things I think are overall ways to make wealthier decisions. The first one is how you make your goals. So I never thought about this, but basically what she taught me was to make 10 year goals versus one year goals. So, you know, every new year, people make New Year's resolutions or new goals every year, create a vision board. But actually, what she taught me is that making yearly goals was too short of a spectrum, too short of a time spectrum. And what tends to happen is one or two things when people make goals on a yearly basis versus a 10-year basis. So on a yearly basis, either they make too high of a goal and they never actually reached their goals because it was too high within a short period of time, or they will make a goal that does not serve them for the future. So, but what the 10 year goal is able to do for you. So for instance, right now, I am 44. 10 years from now, I'll be 54. So it's basically saying, when I'm 54, what would my future self wish I had done at 44? What financial decisions would I wish I had done? So I'm kind of like going into the future, not to say that I can predict the future, but basically going into the future in my planning. So I understand that life happens, but at the same time, you want to plan for the future and then kind of like do on a daily basis towards those plan as much as you can. And the other thing that, Having a 10 year goal, I'm starting to see is that I tend to think differently about investing. I tend to now want to grow my money more than just looking for a quick return, or looking not saying that I can't get a quick return. And there are some things that I do, because if I see that there's a smarter way, and I can get a greater return, and it comes back quicker, fine. But I'm not putting so much pressure on myself to get these enormous amount of um, gains that probably would be a little impossible to get in a year. And therefore, sometimes when it seems impossible, it's it's kind of normal for someone to not take an action at all. So that's why I think what she was basically telling me or mentoring me on is that that's the reason why a lot of people don't have a lot even in savings is because they think in the moment, I mean, not even a year long, but like in the moment. And that's why people live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck um, is because they're only thinking temporarily. They're not thinking long term until they get to that point And they're like, gosh, I wish I had did that. So like I'll use myself, for example, you know, if I look back 10 years from now, which would have been 2010, there are some stocks. That I wish I had taken, you know, even if I had bought like 10 shares of a $25 stock, which I think Shopify was coming out around that time, 10 shares at $25, which is $250 in a year. Even if I just did that and had that one stock that I would have bought back then would be worth... I think their their stock is between four to five hundred now. So we're looking at ten shares would be worth like four or five thousand dollars or more. And that same two hundred and fifty dollars that's probably spent on something that I don't even know what where it is. It could have been some uh, outfit, it could have been some shoes, but I probably don't even see it now. Whereas if I had to use that same thing then and thought more long term versus in the moment and into my feelings of okay, if I buy this, it's gonna make me feel good versus versus if I buy the if I buy stock it's gonna set me up for my future self to not only feel good, but to live good. So that's the first thing that I'm starting to I'm learn I've learned how to do is to just not just in my financial but we just for this episode are talking financials think in ten year gaps the second thing is from a money's perspective is it's called the 50 30 20 rule so basically it's a way to direct your money so fifty percent Try to stay within 50% for living expenses, 30% for beyond living, like um, things that you want, that you might want to buy or in, invest in, and then 20% for like savings. So it's kind of directing the my money and giving it a good guideline for me. So Then I have something that and now I try to automate that. So like when if I get a paycheck that hits, I automatically divert into another account. So I don't so I'm not tempted to spend money that is really meant for me to invest in my future self. The third thing is my view of money. And I think this probably is the first thing, to be honest, is I used to have the mindset of if I got a pay increase or whatever, I immediately thought, what could I buy or what could I, you know, could I go on a trip? Could I go um, buy a nicer car or whatever? But now I think of money totally different. Think of money as not something as a spending tool, but as a building and growth tool. So the spending mindset is if I gave you extra money, what is the immediate thought of what to do with that money? The. Building slash growth mindset is if I gave you that same amount of extra money, you would think, how can I grow or build, use this money to build? Basically, it's kind of like if I, I think of it as like a, two gardens, if I gave you some seed, would you eat the seed and then you can't plant more or grow more seed Or if I gave you the seed, would you plant it so that you can grow and have even more than you originally was given? And I guess it also relates to the parable in the Bible about the talents. So that are those are the three things that will help It's helping me to make more wealthier decisions and how I use money and I use see money as more of a tool to build the kind of life I want to live, not just for right now, but also for my future in 10 year like increments and not just a year. So that will do it for today. If you have any feedback or any other ideas that you guys are doing to build or to make wealthier decisions, Please let me know. I would love to share it um, on an episode. And if you want to be a guest, that's fine, too. Um, But just let me know what your feedback is. Thanks, guys. And have a great and blessed day. And remember, don't just be an entrepreneur, be a gold digging entrepreneur and maximize your money.